Welcome, everyone, to the .NET Molly podcast. We're here to keep you up to date with the latest and greatest in .NET client development. We'll talk about some Azure, some Visual Studio, and, of course, .NET Molly. I'm Matt Sokup, and today we have a special show. We're going to talk about all things Azure IoT and a new app built with Xamarin that lets you easily try out some of the features of Azure IoT and get some real-world experience for yourself. I'm joined today by Stefan Wick and Rito Menges-Pablos from the Azure IoT team and Ben Butigi from Microsoft's Modern Apps Customer Advisory Team. So I'm going to start out by asking what the heck Azure, or what the heck IoT is and why .NET devs should care. But first, Stefan, would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners and give us a little bit of background on yourself? Sure. Thanks for having me, Matt. I'm glad, glad to be here. My name is Stefan Wick. I'm a lead program manager in Azure IoT. The group I'm leading uh, in Azure is responsible for all things on the client side of Azure IoT, uh, which is all about enabling device and solution developers to build great, powerful, scalable uh, um, uh, IoT solutions on Azure, and uh, the, the the parts that my team um, is responsible for are uh, focus on the uh, device uh, builder um, persona, uh, such as our real-time operating system, Azure Atos, uh, which is a complete embedded uh, development suite for constraint devices, and our IoT Edge runtime uh, for edge computing, connectivity, and protocol support, as well as our device SDKs that enable connecti- connectivity for really any type of device of any size in any programming language uh, that that you know you want to use, and you know this is also where uh, .NET comes in. This is you know where where Maui and 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 Xamarin scenarios come come in. Uh, so we uh, we enable .NET developers to you know connect their uh, devices and 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 their uh, gateways to Azure IoT you know with our SDKs uh, tools and and the guidance we have yeah and the tools is uh they're really powerful and some of the things that we'll end up talking about today that the app can do is really i was blown away um but first before we get going rito um same question to you would you introduce yourself and give us a little bit about your background sure uh, thanks for having me i'm rito ricardo Minguez. i'm originally from spain but i've uh, been working in, in microsoft for, for a long time uh, I joined the Visual Studio team in DevDiv and then moved to Azure IoT, where I'm in charge of the developer experience. I working with Stefan for um, device developers and making sure that our SDKs are the best SDKs to make the uh, super easy to connect to, to Azure IoT. And I'm focused on the tooling, the developer experiences, docs, samples, and I'm also the tech lead of IoT plug and play that that's uh, one of the core technologies that we use to build this app and it's a really cool thing that yeah and we'll get into that as well and uh, yeah it's <laughs> it's almost like magical type stuff but but we're gonna save it we're gonna talk about it in a bit and uh, but Ben same question to you hey um, yeah my name is Ben Buttergy I'm a senior software engineer on the modern client apps uh, customer advisory team. Uh, my background is in uh, Xamarin, and I've been at the company for over five years now, uh, supporting customers, uh, advising them, as uh, the, the title suggests, um, get the most out of Xamarin, and be able to produce some um, high-quality enterprise apps uh, following the best practices. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I'm really uh, keen to help um, 
the guys uh, here create uh, the Xamarin app uh, for IoT plug and play. It was really good fun. Yeah, and um, the app itself is a beautiful app. It's 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 a great it's a great. Every time I see a good looking app, I'm like, all right, we can actually do this with Xamarin, just because every app I create is just you know text on a text on a screen. But we'll talk about. But it's better than a good looking app because it actually does a lot of cool things too. All right, but first, what I want to talk about though is um, it's it's a wide open question because every time I think of IoT, I think of things like a like a smart thermostat or um like making an led blank but it's it's so much more than that and uh, so i want to help me and all our listeners out um kind of level set of what we mean when we talk about iot in the context of azure and stefan i'm hoping you can help shed some light on that yeah definitely so the iot or the internet of things is really all things connected to the cloud. You know, it could be cars, factories, buildings, or, you know, in this case uh, of, of the application, you know, it's it's your phone. And uh, another way to think about it, it's really about connecting the physical world uh, to the cloud and and um, performing the digital transformation of, of our physical world and making that uh, accessible, uh, you know, to uh, cloud solutions and, and cloud developers to you know gain great insights and uh, and 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 take actions and and just be smarter uh, about you know how we uh, how we do uh, agriculture how we how we manage our buildings and, and so on and so forth and uh, Azure IoT in that context uh, comes in and provides a collection of managed and platform services that go across edge and cloud that help you connect monitor and control IoT assets at, at a scale of you know millions or, or or even billions of devices in your solution. All right. So that's super cool that you have millions or billions of devices. And I really like the analogy that you can model the real world onto the cloud. Because a lot of times when somebody's first learning like object-oriented programming, you're like modeling different real world objects or really like a chair or, or, or something like that into object. But you kind of think of it like you're modeling a real world device, like a thermostat or, or something like you mentioned from a manufacturing floor into the cloud. And it does like a whole lot more. Um, so let's talk about what Azure can do, Azure IoT can do in a whole lot more um, because it's composed of a couple of con- different services. And Rito, I'm hoping you can, um, um, enlighten me on what those services are and what they can do. Sure. So Azure IoT is composed for from different services that can help you in the, your Azure IoT journey. The first service and the most important is Azure IoT Hub. This is a cloud service that allows you to connect different kinds of devices um, to the cloud using different protocols. And the service is also providing um, endpoints to create IoT solutions that can interact with those devices. You can think of IoT Hub as a gateway that will establish a secure communication channel, including bidirectional communication from your devices to the cloud applications that you can build in Azure. The protocols that I mentioned are MQTT and AMQP, and these protocols are optimized for constrained devices where maybe you have a limited power or limited bandwidth, but can also scale to any kind of edge device that with more computing power.
uh, on top of this um, the service, the Azure IoT Hub, we also have uh, IoT Central. This is our SaaS offering that will make super easy to interact with those devices um, in, um, without writing the full cloud application. And this is using um, a modeling language that we will talk about that in a second, that it's um, DTDL, that means Digital Twins Definition Language that it's the language that we use to model those devices. So services like IoT Central can read those models and create a UI to interact with those devices super easily. Cool, yeah, so okay, so IoT Hub, Azure IoT Hub is, I wanna say the foundation, and then IoT Central sits on top of that and provides the, um, I guess the bad word, but more user-friendly version of that where you can uh, have the devices interact with, and you can see them and manage them that way. Is that a... Exactly, yep. And then, all right, so now we're going to, Ben, get to you and talk about the application, um, the Xamarin app. So give us a quick rundown of what it is and how it fits into the Azure IoT world. Uh, sure, cool. So the um, IoT um, plug-and-play app, the, the, the Xamarin app, um, is basically designed to uh, illustrate how you can uh, use the features that uh, the IoT Central and the plug-and-play um, uh, functionalities provided. So uh, you can connect really easily to the service simply using a QR code. So you just point your uh, camera um, at uh, the QR code, which will give it all the information it needs to provision the device and connect to the service. Uh, and then within a matter of seconds, you're um, sending telemetry from your device, from your um, iOS or Android device uh, to the hub. And then you can see that all uh, illustrated on a nice uh, dashboard. And it's really neat to see that that um, telemetry light up on the dashboard. It's almost instantaneous as soon as you scan that barcode. It's it provisions everything and it goes with along with that. And so I'm guessing that's the Azure IoT plug and play portion that, that helps you do do all that. Am I am I guessing right there or not? Yes, that's right. Yes. So all right. The the um Azure IoT plug and play functionality provides uh the QR code which in encodes all of the information needed to be able to connect to the system. Um, perhaps Rido can say more about how that's actually created. Yeah, I think that it's time to talk a little bit more about those inter device interactions. So in IoT Hub, we have three different ways to interact with devices. We have telemetry. These are device-to-cloud messages where usually these messages are used to report data uh, from sensors. A canonical example is the uh, thermostat or if you want to report temperature or humidity or things like that. The second one are properties. Properties is another nice feature of IoT Hub that allows to represent the state of the device. We call this state uh, like the twin of the device. This could be a, a device twin. And there are two kinds of properties reported properties that are the properties reported from the device and desired properties that are the properties that you can set from the cloud side and will be sent to, to the device. And finally, we have commands 
that commands are another way to interact with the device uh, from the cloud. So these three things, telemetry, properties, and commands, is what we can describe with DTDL. So once you create a model describing the device and, and you define things like what's the telemetries with which units, um, for example, if you are sending temperature, if this is Celsius or Fahrenheit, uh, which properties, this could be a simple values like numbers, or this could be complex objects that are represented in JSON payloads. And the same with commands where you can define what's the request and response. So once you have your model in, in DTDL um, that represents how to interact with the device, that model can be uh, discovered by applications like IoT Central, and that's the value of IoT plug and play. So Central can work with any device that has a, a model representing those interactions. And that's what makes the connection uh, super easy. So it's not just to get connected about the QR code and, and provisioning, and we can talk about provisioning uh, with more detail in a second. And this is more about how to define those interactions. So from the solution side, we can do things like, for example, create a dynamic UI to populate the these complex object properties or, or, or sending commands and see the, res the response. Did it make sense? It does make sense. And, and, and thank you for that because it's really neat how it just, it works. It just works. And um, and so let's let's talk, Stefan, I want to talk a little bit about the app and specifically the SDK for it because the .NET SDK for it is new or re recently updated, I should say. And so if you want to walk us a little bit through what, like how the... Um, SDK helps the .NET developer. Now, whether it, the person is a .NET MAUI or a Xamarin developer or just uh, doing .NET development in general, how that helps them use all this. And especially now the app source code is going to be open sourced. And um, so how we can use that to do some like real world application development and use it as a, like a jump off point. Yeah, great question, Matt. Uh, so our .NET SDK has actually been around for uh, a few years uh, by now. Uh, but what's new and what we've updated recently is to extend our region, extend our support uh, to include also Xamarin scenarios. And uh, that that's also what we're showcasing here with this new application. Um, but the, the application also has, has a very, very important um, uh, serves a couple of very important purposes for us. First of all, um, you know, as Ben already mentioned, it helps our uh, developers to get started easily with Azure IoT. Um, because if you're if you're new uh, to IoT and you want to explore our services, how do you get started? Right, we have you know device simulators that you can run on your PC or in the cloud. But a real device is you know the real deal, and that's that's how you want to explore it. And um, we we thought about it, and we we realized everyone has has a device uh, already in in their pocket. So you know why not use that to to introduce people to Azure. 
Azure IoT. So, and you know, that's where Xamarin and and the .NET SDK comes in. Uh, that's that's a great way to understand how um, how does our SDK work, how does the the service work, and and how does all all the interaction uh, work. Uh, and then you know, folks can move on from there to um, to you know other devices that they may want to uh, connect to Azure IoT, uh, including embedded devices or or, or gateways. Uh, but it also um, is a is a great starting point for for other scenarios where you know .NET and and Xamarin comes in for for our customers where. Uh, they uh, may want to build uh, phone solutions or phone applications that connect to downstream sensors um, uh, that they have in their environment, um, you know, via via um, uh, BLE, and then basically make those um, sort of uh, dumb sensors that are not cloud aware and turn them into um, you know smart cloud connected uh, sensors, you know, via a, a phone uh, based application uh, so, so that is one um, uh, great scenario that we we hear a lot of customers um, asking us about um, and beyond that I mean .NET is is um, is actually a, a very uh, popular language uh, among our IOT developers in in many scenarios you know beyond Xamarin uh, we're seeing a lot of IoT development in um, IoT gateway and and edge computing scenarios, uh, where, for example, we uh, we do uh, AI on on the edge, you know, uh, for IoT uh, devices. Uh, and then, of course, we see a lot of IoT development on the solution side of uh, IoT Hub and and IoT Central uh, for applications that. Uh, that, that sit on top of uh, our platform in the cloud. So when, when, when you were talking about making a, I guess, the, the dumb uh, sensor that doesn't have any connectivity outside like Bluetooth, connect that to your phone, make a Xamarin app, obviously .NET, use the .NET SDK, and then you hook that up to IoT Hub, right? So all of a sudden now you have a dumb sensor that's cloud enabled. And I had never thought through that that um, scenario before. And all of a sudden the light goes off and that, wow, that makes total sense. Yeah, that's that's super cool. So one of the things I always like hearing about um, IoT solutions, Stefan, and maybe you can uh, help me out with is like, what are some of your, as you worked with a lot of the, of your customers, what were some of the your favorite um, or maybe even the most innovative, innovative uh, solutions that they put together? Because that's what I always like hearing about IoT is like you hear the scenarios, the real world scenarios that people have been using for. And uh, it's always, it's, inspiring and like kind of makes people want to go out and try new stuff. So if, if you're able to share anything um, that you particularly liked, yeah, it's hard to pick a favorite here. It's it's like you know picking uh, picking among your 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 child um, a favorite. Um, but yeah, we're, we're seeing a, a lot of um, uh, great scenarios and 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 great customer value in 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 healthcare, uh, for example, uh, when when we talk about uh, you know connected uh, product scenarios or connected device scenarios, uh, where we uh, help um, you know those medical uh, device manufacturers you know make those devices you know much much smarter uh, connected 
them to the cloud and you know enable better better healthcare for uh, for the the patients um, and you know make make life easier for uh, for uh, the people who work in healthcare. Uh, those those are, are always great great scenarios with with great outcomes that that I'd like to highlight. So you always like to hear when um, the real world apps make a difference. So Ben, as, as the developer who put together this app, um, so give us a little bit about what you enjoyed about working with the uh, the SDK itself. I mean, how did you how did you find the the user experience for it? And first, I guess let's let's explain the app. It's Xamarin Forms, right? Yes. Um, so that let's I guess let's start there. So the app will be available in the stores in early October. So not at the time of publishing, but um, I'll update the show notes of when it is available to the links, so everybody will be able to go download it and use it. But yeah, so give us a little bit of an overview, technically wise, of the sure. application, Ben. Yeah, sure. So actually, this is um, an evolution of uh, an existing uh, Xamarin Forms IoT app um, I'd been working on um, since a couple of years ago when I was originally working with a, a customer who wanted um, to have uh, GPS tracking uh, on IoT on Zebra devices. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with these Zebra portable scanners, which have um, you know, they're basically uh, mobile um, Android devices. Um, so uh, I produced a POC on the back of that, um, which uh, this has now evolved from being an IoT hub um, client to very easily migrating it to um, IoT Central and plug and play um, using the um, Microsoft Azure Devices um, NuGet client. So if you download that, that will give you your starting point um, to connect and use uh, the functionality um, of IoT Central. Um, and then the, there's a few stages that were involved. Um, the, 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 the initial one is to provision your device. So without um, um, IoT plug and play, you have to have um, a provisioning uh, service set up, so a DPS service, which you connect to and get back um, the um, credentials to be able to, uh, to connect your device and authenticate it, essentially. So once that's done, then you can um, connect to the service. And you'll see this all in the code. I've tried to create um, the app and um, make the app as readable as possible. So you'll see that there's dedicated services and interfaces, um, which you know clearly highlight the, the, the major functional areas. So if you're interested in looking at the code, you'll see the um, uh, I device iot device client service which is the, the the primary service for connecting and disconnecting sending uh, telemetry and and uh, receiving um uh, device twin properties uh, and command handlers so um so so with that uh, you can uh you review that as a, a good um example for how you would uh, approach um creating your own uh, xamarin IoT device client, and one of the things I, I I thought super interesting about the about the app, and actually how it just interacts with Azure IoT, is that you can one of the, one of the features it has is that you can actually turn on the the flash of the camera by hitting a button over in on the web portal of Azure IoT Central. 
Yeah, that's so, a really cool feature. Yeah, Sorry. so yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, because normally you think about. I mean, essentially, that's a push notification to me, right? And so, me being, you know, I'm I I, I don't know anything about the IoT world, and no, so now when I'm thinking about all right, in order to do something like that, I'm going to have to send a silent push notification through my phone, which means I'm registering through, you know, APNS and all that other stuff to get that to work. But here, you don't have to do that. So I guess, Ben, I'll, I'll throw it out to you, but Stefan or Rito, feel free to chime in on this. How does that functionality work there? I mean, it's because it's not a push notification as, as traditional in a mobile device goes. So how does that work? I, I can take this one. So how it works is um, using some of these features of the MQTT protocol that allows the device to subscribe to a topic. So when anyone writes something to that topic, then this bidirectional channel is um, triggered and then the, the SDK will produce a new event that you can subscribe to saying, hey, you have a a new command request. So this is how this bidirectional communication happens without push notifications. Because the MQTT and AMQP protocols uh, allows to send data back to the device. So this is how it's happening under the covers. And that's all wrapped up nicely in the uh, SDK. So you don't actually have to go down and do the like the low-level exactly. um, programming. So, so the SDK is uh, abstracting how this subscription to topics uh, works. So the SDK is subscribing to the right topic under the covers, and from from your .NET developer experience, you just get a, a new event that will trigger on your phone. And these events happens for these two cloud-to-device messages for commands or for desired properties. Yeah, and just to add to that, um, if I may, the um, to subscribe to that event, you simply need to um, call set desired um, property update callback, and that will allow you to attach a, a callback handler um, for that command, and then you can do whatever you want. So in this, uh, the case of the flashlight sensor, we just have a, a light on uh, command handler, and that's registered in, with one line, and uh, it will get executed instantly um, uh, when you execute that from the server side. So does the app need to be uh, in the foreground and running, or is that going to work regardless? I think that the the current version only works on foreground, but that's something that we are um, considering for future releases. You're listening for messages at the time, and so yeah, it makes total sense that you would have it in in the foreground and, and, and doing that. So Rito, I'll leave this one to you. Um, so what do you like? I mean, as far as the app goes, what was your, your favorite feature that you had implemented and shown off with it? Well, I think that what is really cool about this app is how we make it super easy to connect to the cloud um, using this QR code uh, flow. So what happens here is that to establish this secure channel with with Hub, the device needs to have an identity. And that identity includes what type of credentials you want to use. IoT Hub supports uh, X509 certificates and shared access keys. So these are keys that um, require to create a token that will last for, I think by default, is 10 minutes or so. 
And with the QR code, what we are doing is to make this super easy to put those credentials on the device without asking the user to copy paste anything. So that's one of the um, experiences that we think that we make super easy to understand and to get the device connected without sharing keys um, manually over email or, or copy paste here and there. So with, with this QR code, we enable these two flows. You can connect to central because central under the covers also use the device provisioning service. Or if you want to understand how things work and low level, you can also configure your TPS instance and, and hub and see the messages and, and the traffic from, from IoT hub directly. And I think that that's my favorite part. How can we use the same QR code to connect to one or the other based on, on the customer needs? I think the whole app itself is actually pretty cool about how everything is working there. But yeah, that's, yeah, the whole, the connection area is, I, I like a lot. And still, so Stefan, I'm going to throw the exact same question over to you. You're, you're listening to the show, Stefan, and you're, you, you were going to recommend one thing that you want to have people just check out. What, what would it be? Yeah, for me, it's the simplicity of the whole thing that gets you started with a complete IoT solution in literally under two minutes, right? So, you know, um, a new customer or a new developer can walk up to this and, um, you know, without having anything installed or knowing anything about IoT, they can you know, create an instance of IoT Central, you know, or or IoT Hub if they want to go lower level on the platform services. Um, you know, scan the QR code and uh, have a, a real device uh, connected uh, to the, their cloud solution. You know, in in under two minutes, and they see the you know real sensor telemetry flowing in. They they have command and control capabilities. You know, from the cloud to the device, uh, you know, all, all working, you know, re ready to go in, in under two minutes, you know, without installing anything, without, you know, writing, writing a line of code or, or, or even, you know, typing anything. So uh, that, that's, for me, the, you know, most uh, fascinating um, uh, aspect of, of all this. And uh, I think it's, uh, it, it's, it's really uh, in inspiring, or we, we hope it's inspiring uh, for folks to then, you know, get, get deeper into um, IoT and explore all the capabilities that Azure IoT offers. If I may, I'd like to add another um, point here that it's one of the favorite features that I've seen. When I show the app to, to, to people, that's where they really understand all the concepts. And it's the fact that when you send, for example, the telemetry for the location of the phone, we are using this DTDL model uh, and we say that this telemetry is a geo point. So just by saying that, because if you look at the, at, at the JSON, we are just sending a JSON payload with a latitude and long, longitude. But what happens is that Central uh, sees that in the model, this is a geolocation and then shows automatically a map with your location with no code, no maps SDKs, anything. So just by saying, hey, this JSON is a geo point, then Central is able to show the map. and I, found that this is a, a feature where people said, oh, wow, that's super easy to to create a tracker or things like that. Yeah, the ability to actually get started so quickly is actually really 
It is. It's uh, except you mentioned it's inspiring, and I, I like the fact that you you're, you you snap a f- you essentially open up your camera, go to the QR code, and that's you're pretty much it. You're you're, you're on your way there. It's and you're able to use everything from there. And and the app itself is yeah, it is sending a bunch of different tele- telemetry, including um, as you mentioned, Rito, um, uh, uh, geolocation. Um, I think it's even sending Ben. You're gonna have to help me out here, like uh, um, altitude. Altitude, yes. Accelerometer data, basically everything that you can get uh, from the device uh, through um, Xamarin Essentials, um, we're providing um, in um, payloads uh, to IoT Hub. So accelerometer information, um, pressure, barometer, um, and yeah, a number, yes, as I said, geolocation and uh, yeah, several others. And so you also get to see how you get to access all of that uh, device info from the device. So that's that's neat as well. With that said, both the app will be out on the app stores, as I mentioned. The The code itself will be out on GitHub and open source when the app comes out. And we're going to have documentation as well on it on docs.microsoft.com that, go over the, uh, that goes over the app as well, or and, and the .NET SDK that was used to build it. So all very cool. Um, and so before we switch it over to Pick of the Pod, um, Ben, Stefan, or Rito, do you have anything else you'd like to add about the app or about um, Azure IoT? Uh, one thing I, I just uh, want want to add here is that uh, I think this will uh, th- this is really just the start to um, to to a journey where uh, there is more more to come. Uh, we we talked about uh, you know connecting downstream sensors you know via uh, via via an app to IoT services. So so that is uh, some something we're, we're we're looking at to you know provide you know more samples and, and guidance on. Uh, and, and then I think there's also an interesting scenario for uh, Xam- for Xamarin apps on the solution side, um, right? Where 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 the the app connects to to the cloud side of IoT and uh, can then be used to control um, you know a, a number of devices that that are connected to the service. I guess I just highly recommend the app to everybody check it out, download the code, and uh, play around with it. So, all right. So with that, then, pick of the pod. Every podcast, we like to talk about what everybody else is uh, digging, whether it's something work-related, software library, or, or, or Azure service, or whatever, or something totally else, book, TV show, some music. So I'll start out. I saw this actually on a on a on a, a Teams chat, uh, kind of a water cooler Teams chat, and it's it's called the Old Net, um, the Old and what it does, it's like a proxy over um, the Internet Wayback Machine, and so if you set your um, um, your proxy to it, the Old and then the port to a year, like let's say 1996, it's going to show you the Internet as it existed back then, so you can go browse it and look, you know, as things were back then so it's like uh it brings you back in time the old net.com it's kind of it's goofy it's stupid but it brings you back to the day when the internet was <laughs> was in its infancy so the old net.com kind of neat to, to check out so ben for you what's your pick of the pod so mine's a mixture of uh, work and pleasure. Um, so I've got, um, I'm quite interested in uh, energy efficiency and I've got solar panels in my house and uh, an EV. And I've been 
trying to uh, find a way to maximize uh, the usage of the solar panels to charge uh, the EV when I'm getting uh, maximum um, supply. Um, and currently I'm having to do that manually. So on a hot, you know, summer's day, I'll uh, turn on the charger. Um, but I'm looking away to the, the, both of the um, EV and the solar panels have an API. So I'm looking at a way to uh, connect the two uh, via IoT Central um, so that uh, and, and get a dashboard of uh, consumption and uh, supply and have it automatically trigger a uh, charge when the supply is over three kilowatts. So it should be cool. Oh, and that's I'm going to planning to do that uh, for Hack Week, which is coming up um, in a few weeks' time. So that should be a fun little Hack Week project. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, and you have to keep keep everybody updated with that. You have to Twitch or live stream or blog about that for Definitely. sure. Cool. All right, Stefan, your pick of the pod. <laughs> yeah, well, mine is not as creative, I will admit, and maybe a little more work-related. But uh, I'm actually um, uh, excited to, to get into the the uh, latest Maui preview. And, and I don't just say it because I'm, I'm on your show here. Uh, for me, uh, it's, it's excited to, you know, get get back and, and deeper into uh, UX uh, development and, and cross-platform uh, development. Um, earlier in my career at Microsoft, I was I was working on WPF and then later on Silverlight. Uh, so it's exciting uh, for me to see kind of a refresh take here at, at you know, cross-platform um, um, UI uh, frameworks. Uh, so, so that's where I'm currently uh, spending uh, some of my cycles. And we'd love to hear your feedback on it. Um, as always, the team is always looking to improve. So anything you have, send back at us. We'll do. So, all right. And Rito, what do you have? Pick of the pod. Well, mine is not work-related. So um, I'm a musician. I play bass, but I recently got a new guitar, a Stratocaster. So this is where I'm spending my free time these days. Nice. I just, I just got a, a new digital piano. I haven't played for years. But, um, yeah, I'm trying to pick it back up and it's it's nice to you go to a different world and not have to think about work any longer yeah all right well ben stefan arito thank you very much for joining me today this has been fascinating i the world of iot is 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 amazing and now that we have an app out that gets gets everybody up and running so they can explore it on their own um highly recommend to check it out there's no reason why. It's as simple as scanning a barcode and you can go along with the code as you play with the app. So with that, thanks again, guys. Really appreciate it. And this has been the .NET MAUI podcast. <laughs>